Hi, guest speaker Mrs. Drinks here to talk to you about the legacy of Rome, 6.3. Through war and conquest, Romans spread their Latin language and Roman civilization to distant lands. Yet the civilization that developed was not simply Roman. Rather, it blended Greek, Hellenistic, and Roman achievements. Roman literature, history, and philosophy. Greco-Roman civilization. In its early days, Rome absorbed ideas from Greek colonists in southern Italy, and it continued to borrow heavily from Greek culture after it conquered Greece. To the Romans, Greek art, literature, philosophy, mathematical, and scientific genius represented the height of cultural achievement. Their admiration never wavered, leading to Roman poet Horace to note Greece has conquered her rude conqueror. Over time, Romans adapted Greek and Hellenistic achievements, just as the Greeks had once absorbed ideas from Egypt and the Fertile Crescent. The blending of Greek, Hellenistic, and Roman traditions produced what is known as Greco-Roman civilization. During the Pax Romana, trade and travel helped spread this vital new civilization. Roman writers. In literature, the Romans greatly admired and owed a debt to the Greeks. Many Romans spoke Greek and imitated Greek styles in pose and poetry. Still, the greatest Roman writers used Latin to create their own literature. In his epic poem, The Aeneid, Virgil tried to show that Romans' past war was as heroic as that of Greece. He linked his epic to Homer's work by telling how Aeneas escaped from Troy to found Rome. Virgil wrote the Aeneid soon after Augustus came to power. He hoped it would arouse patriotism and help unite Rome after years of civil war. Other poets used verse to satirize or make fun of Roman society. Horace's satires were gentle, using playful wit to attack human folly. Those of Juvenal and Martial were more biting. Martial's poems, for example, were so harsh that he had to use fictitious names to protect himself from retribution. Roman historians. Roman historians pursued their own theme, the rise and fall of Roman power. Like the poet Virgil, the historian Livy sought to arouse patriotic feeling and restore traditional Roman virtues by recalling images of Rome's heroic past. In his History of Rome, Livy recounted tales of great heroes, such as Horatius and Cincinnatus. In this passage, Livy comments on the importance of studying history. In history, you have a record of the infinite variety of human experience, plainly set out for all to see. And in that record, you can find for yourself and your country both examples and warnings. Find things to take take as models, base things, rotten through and through, to avoid. Another historian, Tactitus, wrote bitterly about Augustus and his successors, who he felt had destroyed Roman liberty. He admired the simple culture of the Germans who lived on Rome's northern frontier and would later invade the empire. Roman philosophers. Romans borrowed much of their philosophy from the Greeks. The Hellenistic philosophy of Stoicism impressed Roman thinkers, such as the emperor Marcus Aurelius. Stoics stressed the importance of duty and acceptance of one's fate. They also showed concern for the well-being of all people, an idea that would later be reflected in Christian teachings. 
Roman art, architecture, and drama. Rome left a vast legacy of art and architecture across its empire. To a large degree, Rome art, Roman art and architecture were based on Greek and Etruscan models. However, as with their literature, Romans adapted these influences to develop their own style. Roman art expresses realism. The Romans imported Greek statues to decorate their homes, gardens, and public monuments. Roman sculptors adapted the realistic style of Hellenistic works, showing subjects with warts or veins in place. The Romans also broke new ground, creating portraits in stone or on coins that revealed a person's character. A statue might capture an expression of smugness or haughty pride. Some Roman sculpture was more idealistic in the tradition of the classic Greek statues of gods and athletes. Sculptors transformed Augustus, who was neither handsome nor imposing, into a symbol of power and leadership. Wealthy Romans displayed fine works of art, such as colorful frescoes or murals in their homes. They also hired artists to depict scenes from daily life or Roman myths in mosaics or pictures made from chips of colored stone. Examples of Roman, Roman murals, mosaics, and other decorative items were preserved in Pompeii, a city buried by volcanic ash after Mount Vesuvius erupted in AD 79. Roman theater. The Romans loved to attend theater. Some playwrights, like the Roman philosopher and dramatist Seneca, based their plays, such as Hercules Fierens, on myths and legends, Roman audiences enjoyed comedies, including those by Plautus. His comedies were based on Roman life and featured songs and dances, along with slapstick and mistaken identity. Roman architecture. From England to Spain to North Africa and the Middle East, Roman buildings still stand today. Roman architecture combined both Greek and Roman elements. Roman builders used Greek columns, but where the Greeks aimed for simple elegance, the Romans emphasized grandeur. Immense palaces, temples, stadiums, and victory arches stood as monuments to Roman power. The Romans improved on building devices such as columns and arches. They invented concrete, which was used as a building material, and developed the rounded dome to roof large spaces. The most famous dome structure is the Pantheon, a temple that honored all the Roman gods. It still stands in Rome today. Another famous Roman building, the Colosseum, was a public arena that stood 12 to 15 stories high, 159 feet, and could hold as many as 50,000 spectators. A system of tunnels and stairs allowed crowds to exit the building quickly. Many of today's sports stadiums have similar features. Roman advances in architecture, such as the use of concrete, arches, and domes, were passed to other cultures. First in Europe and later in North America, builders looked to Roman models. In Washington, D.C., public buildings such as the Jefferson Memorial in the Capitol use elements of Roman architecture. Roman achievements in science and engineering. The Romans generally left scientific research to the Greeks, who were citizens of the Roman Empire. While Greek scientists and mathematicians sought to learn more about the world, 
The Romans put science to practical uses. They used Greek principles to construct roads and bridges and to make advances in medical care, science, and engineering. The Romans excelled in engineering or the application of science and mathematics to develop structures and machines. They perfected engineering skills as they built roads, bridges, and harbors across the empire. Roman roads were so solidly built that many remained in use long after Rome fell. Roman engineers built immense aqueducts or bridge-like stone structures that carried water from the hills into Roman cities. The availability of fresh water was important to the Romans. Wealthy homes piped in water. Almost every city had public baths for men and women. Here, people gathered not only to bathe, but to hear the latest news and exchange gossip. New Ideas in Science In Roman times, Alexandria, Egypt remained a center of learning, where Hellenistic scientists exchange ideas freely. It was there that astronomer, mathematician, Ptolemy, proposed his theory that the Earth was the center of the universe, a mistaken idea that was accepted in the Western world for nearly 1,500 years. The Greek Dr. Gallen advanced the frontiers of medical science by insisting on experiments to prove a conclusion. Gallen compiled a medical encyclopedia summarizing what was known in the field at the time. It remained a standard text for more than a thousand years. While the Romans rarely did original scientific investigations, they did put science to practical use. They applied geography to make maps and medical knowledge to help doctors improve public health. Like Gallen, they collected knowledge into encyclopedias. Pliny the Elder, a Roman scientist, compiled volumes on geography, zoology, botany, and other topics, all based on other people's works. In his 37-volume Natural History, he explained that his goal was to set forth in detail all the contents of the entire world. Even into the Middle Ages, copies of his work could be found in the larger libraries of Europe. In AD 79, Pliny's eagerness for knowledge led to his death. He ventured too close to Mount Vesuvius as the volcano near Pompeii was erupting. He was smothered to death in hot ashes. Roman law unites the empire. Let justice be done, proclaimed a Roman saying, though the heavens fall. Probably the greatest legacy of Rome was its commitment to the rule of law and justice, ideas that later shaped Western civilization. Many centuries later, key principles of Roman law became the basis for legal systems throughout the world, including that of the United States. Rome's system of law emerges. During the Republic, Rome developed a system of law known as the civil law that applied to its citizens. As Rome expanded, however, it ruled many foreigners who were not covered under the civil law. Gradually, a second system of law, known as the Law of Nations, emerged. It applied to all people under Roman rule, both citizens and non-citizens. Later, when Rome extended citizenship across the empire, the two systems merged. Principles of Roman Law As Roman law developed, certain basic principles evolved. Many of these principles are familiar to Americans today. Among the most important was that an accused person is presumed innocent until proven guilty. 
A second principle ensured that the accused was allowed to face the accuser and mount a defense against the charge. A third idea was that guilt must be established clearer than daylight using solid evidence. Still another idea was that judges interpret the laws and make fair decisions. Many other principles of Roman law were later adapted by the Western world. The idea of a trial by jury is sometimes traced to Roman law practices. Cases where the accused faced the death penalty might be tried in front of hundreds of people from the community. Some Roman principles differed from today's laws. Penalties varied according to social class, and lower class defendants could be treated more harshly. The idea of equality before the law for all would take centuries to be accepted. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you.